0: choice. We're late in the hour, aren't we? Right. Right. Going to do right. something for God, you better get it done, because one day it be too late. Yes, sir. And uh, appreciate good preaching this morning. Brother would Wood, come preach to us this afternoon, and uh, if uh, you fall asleep, he said he's going to throw stuff, so I'm just, right. he can't see us back here, Brother Jimmy, unless he turns around. turns around a lot. Yeah, that's right. He does turn around. We in trouble then, aren't we? No, no. Great message this morning, and again, appreciate uh, the Earwoods' friendship and their faithfulness. And uh, he said a mouthful this morning. You know, it's interesting uh, that Paul went to where he didn't. He didn't. He was the uh, apostle to the Gentiles, so his whole his whole thing was to go to where the gospel was not preached. Like, and he just mentioned it, uh, so these these folks had not heard the gospel, and the Bible tells us that we're not to build on another man's foundation. And and l- can I tell you what's happening and what we're seeing, especially in the Bible Belt? Come on, come on. Don't nobody want to go where they've never heard the gospel. Come on. We want to wait till somebody dies or retires right. and build on another yeah. man's foundation, right? right? You're right. It's like that. I'm just going to wait around until that preacher dies or, you know, he resigns. And, then, and there's always a church around here that's going to need a pastor. Yeah.
1: On, yeah.
0: Prop, the problem, one of the problems is a lot of churches were never started right. right. They weren't started right. out of a need. They were started right. out where people can't get along. Right. right? And so they say, well, we'll just go do our own thing. And then, then uh, you know, one or two things happen. They do nothing. And the church dies, or they have to build the church with uh, secular means. And so then it's like, well, we can't can't do this scripturally, spiritually, because we have divided from the body. And instead of doing what God calls to do, to get right with each other, it's just easier to go somewhere else. And so then we've got all these churches around here, and it's like, well, you know that church right there needs a pastor. I only had to pray about it. that's an open door. You know, and then I, I don't even have to I only have to change my address because that church is right where I live. That must be what God wants, right? So now we've got a whole pl- all over our our own country supposed to be you know Christian nation. You got you got places that uh, have never heard the gospel. Nobody's going to plant churches. Well, now we've got people in here in our area that has never heard the gospel. God's bringing some people into other parts of the country here. And here's, here's something else I'll say. We, we talk about immigration. So I don't like all these people come across our border. Well, okay. Well, well how, what have we done to get the gospel to where they are? Come on. You ever thought some of them are here because God said, well, they're not going to get you the gospel where you live. So I'll just send you where they'll have to give it to you. Just a thought. Amen. Right? I mean, you look at that church, early church at Jerusalem, they all sat around having camp meeting and revival meeting in Jerusalem, and God already told them in Acts one eight what they were supposed to do. They wouldn't do it. He said, I'll fix that. I'll send persecution in there and run all of you out. That what he did? Yes, sir. He said, you don't want to do it my way? I, well, I'm, God's going to get done what he wants that's done. Right. Yes, he will. Amen. Amen. Will. That's, that's the bunt. Hit the home run, preacher. <laughs> Amen. Let's take our
1: Bibles to Second Kings chapter number four. 2 Kings chapter number four. I want to read a few verses there here in just a moment. While you're turning there, let me say I know that the church has got some prayer cards back there of the Earwood family. I think you do. I left some last time I was here. If you don't have one though, if there's not one back there, I've got a few in my pocket. If you want to grab one from us, if you don't have one, pray for the Earwood family if you would. For those of you that don't know, of course, um, when I was here and y'all took us on for support, I had made mention. I, I think I had a tent. Did I have a tent then? I, th- I think I might have had a tent, but it was, I didn't really realize how big it was. It's a 40 by 80. Okay, my, my desire is, is to take that thing out west and put that thing up in some of these small towns and preach the gospel wow. in some of those towns. <clears throat> 40 by 80 is a great big old tent. And when I realized how big it was, I was in a church in uh, St. Louis. And by the way, we go home tomorrow, but Friday, we head back out to St. Louis. I'm preaching a missions revival there. That church has a desire to plant churches in the St. Louis area. And he was telling me, he said, you know, well, if we had a tent, you know, I could take that thing and set it up and use it and preach. And I said, hey, I got this 40 by 80 tent. And I only gave $1,000 for that thing, uh, which is cheap. And uh, I gave it to him. And so they're going to use that. So since then, I prayed. I said, "Lord, I need another tent." <laughs> and two days later, I looked on Facebook and found me a twenty by thirty. Now that's a lot more manageable, <laughs> twenty by thirty. My wife and I and Annie is thirteen. Joshua is nine. Usually they're with us, but we made this trip by ourselves. And uh, but we can we can set that tent up. And I've already had a church give me twenty five chairs. I had a man week before last was in a revival. He bought us twenty five songbooks. I had some, uh, the same church gave me the chairs, gave me a small little pulpit, and we got that. And uh, so we just, and we had a man tell me, he said, I want to buy your generator, and I just ordered that. It should be shipped to the house here pretty quick. And uh, so the Lord's blessing in that. We still need some lights. I need a camper topper. If any of you guys got a camper topper that will fit my Ford F-250 and you want to get rid of it real cheap, let me know, all right? And I want one of those that kind of go up high so I can pile all that stuff in there for the tent, and then we pull that camper. For those of you that don't know, we had a, a camper give to us. At the beginning of this year, and that's how we've been traveling. And I thank the Lord for it. It has been a great blessing. And as preacher mentioned this morning, we would like to have a little bit one bigger. a little bit bigger because we're gonna be living in that thing, uh, Lord willing, this coming summer. And uh, but if y'all just y'all just pray, I appreciate what you said, preacher. I, I told Jenny. Now we go and fill in for missionaries, no matter where that is. And, uh, but until I get a call and saying, hey, we want you to come here and we'll go, I said, I'm not just going to sit around and I said, I'm, we're going to take that tent We're going to go live in that camper. We're going to go out west. I'll just go into an area, set that tent up, get out, knock on doors, preach every night, try to win somebody to Jesus. Amen. And uh, to me, that's the work of an evangelist. It ain't just preaching behind the pulpit. It is getting out on the streets. It's it's trying to, listen, preacher said it right. If we're going to do anything for God, we better go ahead and try to get it done now. And I want to to spend my life, I, I I want to spend my days out trying to do something for the Lord. Amen. I want my life to count for Jesus. Does anybody else want your life to count for Jesus? Amen. Amen. I trust, hope that you do. Well, it's Pastor Appreciation Month, ain't it? Amen, and we're grateful, amen, for your preacher. So I want to try to preach along those lines, encourage you here in just a little bit. One more thing, thank y'all for feeding us. That stuff just don't happen on purpose. Man, the chicken was good. I picked chicken over steak. I normally don't do that, but when they're telling you, hey, your cholesterol's a little bit, boy, I'm at that age, I'm trying to take care of myself, I get up and go running in the mornings, my wife gets irritated at me sometimes, I just jump out of the bed, I'll run over to her side, and I'm like, come on, let's do some jumping jacks, woo, hallelujah, y'all want to do something today? No, you're like, no, open the Bible, close my eyes. We just ate, Amen. But that, that's just how I am, Amen. I'm trying to take care of myself, and uh, but it is Pastor appreciation, I love your pastor. Amen. I hope you love your pastor, Amen. Amen. I know you do. I just want to encourage you in the things of the Lord and toward, uh, toward. And I, I found these verses, and I wanted to read these. And I know, you know, it it, it is uh, right here. I see a picture. Are you in Second Kings chapter number four? Amen. Amen. Would you stand with me, and uh, I want to begin reading in verse number 8, and we'll read down through verse number 17, and real quickly, I, won't, I, I don't think I'll be as long-winded as I was this morning, and, uh, but I just want to give you a few simple thoughts from the Word of God, and uh, we'll read some verses here. The Bible says, 2 Kings chapter number 4, verse number 8, and it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman. And she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold now I perceive that this is an holy man of God which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall. And let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither And it fell on a day that he came thither and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said unto Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken to for the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily, she hath no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son, at the season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life, let's bow heads for a moment of prayer. Father, it's again that we bow with a grateful heart. Yes, thank you, Lord. Having this opportunity to be right here yes. and uh, to be with Preacher McDaniel and his family and yes. the church, Lord, I just I, I'm I'm humbled, Lord, yes. and I'm. I want to thank you and I I ask you Lord and again in spite of myself would you make me a good minister of the word of God and may we see clearly Lord some thoughts that you've put in my heart Lord to, to try to bring out Lord help me to convey uh, Lord, my thoughts this morning, and I pray, God, that you would uh, help your people from the precious word of God, how precious it is. Thank you, Lord. We got a Bible, and thank you, Lord, we, we are free to meet and free to read it and free to preach and free to sing and to gather, Lord, the way that we have today. I bless your holy name for it. Lord, for all that you do for us, we'll give you glory for it, and I do pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you. you may be seated. I do appreciate you standing in reverence to the word of God. I just simply want to preach on this simple thought on a church at slash preacher relationship. Right. And uh, this may be some strange verses to read about that, but I, I just noticed a few things. and by way of introduction, I want you to notice the period, the time period there, during this time. There's a, It's a period of transition. Yes. Elijah has gone into heaven. And uh, you, know, you know the story. I, I trust you know the story. He's, he's been took away into heaven by a fiery chariot. And Elisha now has become the man of God. And it's recognized because when Ahab's son, and that's another transition that takes place, is Ahab has died and his son Jehoram has began and he's wicked. Uh, like Ahab was, he's evil, and he gets with the king of Edom, and he gets Jehoshaphat, which was a good king. I never understood Jehoshaphat sometimes. He he even linked up with Ahab, but this Jehoram, he calls him, and he says, hey, let's go against Moab, because they've rebelled. He said, I am as thou art, and my people is thy people, you know. I mean, I, I don't know why this guy kept making that mistake. And so he said, "Is there a prophet of the Lord?" And uh, and Jehoram says, "Well, there's this Elisha fella," and uh, and Jehoshaphat says this about him. The king says this about Elisha. He says, "The Lord, of, the word of the Lord is with him." I've heard about that guy. And Jehoram says he's the one that poured water on the hands of Elijah. He was a servant before he became a leader. There's a good principle to learn right there. A lot of people want to be the leader. I tell you, if you'll focus on being a good follower, you'll become a good leader. But you've got to get it in that order. Is everybody All right. Amen. And so there's a time of transition and there's a time of terror. Jehoram is, uh, he's evil. They are at war with Moab. And uh, this if you'll read in the first few verses of this chapter, there is another widow woman and they are about to take her sons. Do you remember that story? And Elisha tells her, says, get all these vessels and fill them with oil and they sowed the oil and then she was able to sustain. So it's a time of terror, but not just that. It is a time of triumph. Even though, listen, even though things were seemingly going bad, God delivered Israel from the Moabites. If you'll remember, he said, fill this land with ditches, and they come over, and they saw they thought it was blood, they come running in, and Israel was able to defeat its enemies. As I mean, in spite of, I mean, man, I think of America, and I think sometimes of our leaders and how wicked they are, and I'm telling you, we are still a blessed people in this nation. Amen. And sometimes I get aggravated folks. All they ever do is complain about America. I say, well, just go try to live somewhere else. Amen. Amen. I still like living here. Now you're looking at a man, if God called me somewhere else, I'm going. Amen. But I love living here. Amen. Not only that, she—the de- Lord delivered this woman. She was able to sustain her family. So there is some triumph. But I see the people that are mentioned here in our story. Elisha—he is God's man. That's important to say. Because, no man, hey, listen, whatever nation, amen, our our own nation, amen, this nation at this time, God always has a man. God uses men, amen. Now, ladies, that ain't to say that He leaves you out, amen. God don't call women to preach and get up here behind the say amen, not there. Amen, and get up behind the pulpit and preach, but you can be used, amen, with a great testimony, amen. Hey, and you older women, you teach the younger women how to love their husbands, amen. Be keepers at home. That's hard to get an amen right there. Amen, but it's right. That's what the Bible says, right? Amen. So the Lord uses us. Amen. But God always has a man. And here he has a man of God. Ain't you grateful for the man of God? So I see Elisha, he is God's man. I see this woman here. I, jot, I like alliterating sometimes, sometimes too much, but I jotted down a few things. The Bible says here in verse number eight, she's a great woman. Not only is she a great woman, she's a good woman. She's a generous woman. She's a gracious woman. She's a godly woman. She's a giving woman. She is a gentle woman. She is a genuine woman. And when she gets that young she was a glad woman. Amen. Amen. But I really want to focus in on, well, by the way, she's got a husband. That's really important. That's right, yeah. It's really important. Uh, yeah. yes, so with that thought, I really want to look at the picture that this presents before us. There is a picture here of a church and a preacher. Right. Right. The Bible says that this woman is a great woman. Can I tell you, the church of the Lord Jesus is a great church. Hey, yes, I know we got our problems. Hey, yeah. I mean not well, except for except for y'all, Come on. brother McDaniel. Don't know what I'm talking about when I say problems within the church. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Hey, yeah. man. By the way, I have been a pastor before too. And my wife gets on to me for saying this, but I just want to say I'm glad, amen, that God, listen, I was, I was really, it was more of a church rescue. I was really not, I told her, I said, it ain't going to be long because, listen, I am not a pastor. Glory. Hey, amen. I can't do what these guys do. Listen, respectfully, I can't do what your preacher does. Hey, amen. I'm not ready to smack somebody. I mean, I've done preached this once. Why ain't you got it? How many times does it take? Yeah. I mean, am I the only one that would get aggravated, man? Preach on. Soul winning. Soul winning. And people are like, yeah, hey, man. Yeah, we gotta go soul winning. And then you say, all right, we gonna meet Tuesday or Saturday. We're gonna go soul win. And ain't nobody show up. I, even all those jokers that are saying, hey man, preach on. What, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> Amen. Right. So y'all keep coming, you know what? I'm gonna quit. Amen. It's like now. <laughs> It's true, the great, hey, in spite of all the trouble, in spite of all of our problems, the church is still great. I said the church, hey, listen, I like being around God's people, don't you? Some of the nicest people I've ever known were God's people, I have to say it, but some of the meanest ones were Independent Baptists. Say amen right there. Amen, but listen, I, the, the church is a, I learned a long time ago, Hey, man, listen, the, the church may not need me, but I sure need the church. Yes. Hey, amen, I tell you, when I got saved, hey, listen, the church, what is the church? The church is great, hey, amen, that it can take, hey, amen, we are supposed to see folks get saved, but that ain't the end of it. If we're not careful as a church, people get saved and we're like, well, praise God, let's move on to the next one. No, disciple thou, you don't leave your kid that way. Amen. We take that kid, we nourish it, we, we train our children, don't we? Amen. So we train new converts, amen. And so in spite of the problems, the church, though, is a great church, amen. It is the pillar and the foundation of truth. As a matter of fact, it's so great that Christ purchased her with his own blood at Calvary. I say glory to God. Here I was, I thought I was gonna be all dignified and just give y'all a speech. I tell you what, you get to talk about the blood of Jesus and how it bought us, how it saved us. Hey, man, this still ain't enough to move some of y'all. I know you just ate. Amen. I ain't going to be too hard on you. I know you just ate. Amen. But man, I tell you, when I get to thinking about it, though, man, preacher, amen, that he was willing to go to the cross, amen, listen, hey, listen, did you know, oh, man, I feel like preaching now. Did you know that God gave Adam a wife, amen, that is all a picture and a shadow. He gave her a wife out of his side out of that rib, not out of his foot for him to rule over, not out of his head for her to rule over him, but out of that side. Did you know, man, when Christ died on the cross, amen, they pierced his side and forthwith came blood and water, amen, hey, listen, that is symbolic, amen, you and I get saved by the blood of Jesus and they were washed in the water of the word, amen, thank God for the church, amen. I love the church. This woman is a picture. We are called the body of Christ. In Ephesians chapter number two, we're called the building of Christ. Amen, but we're called the bride of Christ. Amen, we're married to somebody. Amen, this woman here, she's got a husband too. We're gonna get to that here in just a minute. Amen, but I'm married to him, Amen. Oh, man, I'm, t- I'm about to get happy. Hey, Amen. I don't care if it is afternoon service. and I, We got our tummies full and everything else. Man, I'm telling you. Hey, Amen. How can you not get excited when you think about Jesus? And you think about that he placed you within a church. And when he saved and washed you and cleaned you up. Hey, y'all sung about it a while ago. He, I thought about that verse. He has lifted me up out of a horrible pit. I don't know about y'all. When my the pit I was in was horrible. It was horrible, amen, well, glory. The Bible says she's a great woman. The implication there is that she's older, but here's what it really means. She's known for a reputation. She's a great woman, people knew about her. Hey, people respected her. You're right, I do turn around a lot, don't I? I don't catch you, amen that people respected her. I remember a time when it used to carry the same respect for the church here in America. Amen, amen. People, I mean, listen, people might not go there, amen, but they they still had a respect for the preacher and for the house of God and for church people, amen. If you were a Christian, had. hey, listen, a lot of that, most of that I'd say is gone, but this woman here, she is respected. She's a great woman, She's a giving woman. I mentioned that a while ago. It says that she constrained him to eat bread. That means she highly persuaded him. She said, look, I got some gravy and biscuits. It wouldn't have took that much to constrain me if we're talking about gravy and biscuits. I'm talking about homemade biscuits now. The cat had biscuits made with Crisco and white lily self-rising flour. Say amen right there. Man, I love that stuff. It ain't good for me, but I like it. Hey, some of y'all women looking like, yeah, that's what I make. And the husband's like, yeah, that's what she makes. Yeah, amen. (laughs) So she said, look, I got some gravy and biscuits. Now me, I'd been like, praise God, let's eat. But for whatever reason, she had to constrain him. She goes to it. She persuades him, says, come. Listen, here's what she's saying. I get a picture, the church, and she is saying, "I want you to come over here. Right. I, we, I need you. I, I, I respect you. I want you to come to my house." Yeah. I remember when I did pass. I remember I had to, I had to put out a hint. I said, Look, some of y'all need to invite me over for dinner. That was kind of subtle. <laughs> like every now and then, y'all need to invite me out to eat. Yeah. They still didn't. I don't understand all that. Hey, man, but this woman. Now, notice here, listen to this. Listen to this. Her, she's a, she's a given woman, but I want you to notice her perception. Notice in verse number nine, and she said to her husband, Now, listen, this is a picture of the church. So the husband is a picture of, say it with me, Jesus. Jesus. So here's a church. And she spots a fella. She's got some perception about her. You know what? By the way, one of the ministries that we do, I just want to share this. One of the ministries that we do is go into churches where they don't have a pastor, not to be their pastor, but to fill the pulpit. And I have had men ask me simple questions, preacher, that I've always taken for granted my whole life—simple questions on how do we even call a pastor? Come on, ain't you glad you got a good pastor? Amen. Hey, man. But there are churches, amen, that don't even know how. Right, right. Now, I grew up in those feet-washing Baptist. Anybody know what a feet-washing Baptist church is? I grew up in those feet, we voted on a preacher every year. The same one may get it, but he was up for vote every year. That's one of the stupidest things I've ever, I mean, I, I grew up doing that, yeah. but after I got older, I was like, why do we do that? Yeah. Y'all ain't voting on Brother McDaniel every year, are you? They voting on you, okay, all right, we all right. <laughs> My late father-in-law, pastor one of those little feet-washing churches. Boy, he had he had a couple of deacons in there and I mean, they were just, they were unsettled on doctrine. They didn't know what they believe about tongues and this, that, and other. They were giving him a hard time and it was become preacher calling. Yeah. He'd get me to come and preach for him even though, I mean, we were different doctrinally or whatever. He knew I wasn't gonna hurt him. I, co- I I showed up on a Sunday night he had me preach and I knew that they were giving him a hard time and everything. I got up and I said, well, I believe the Lord's gave me liberty to say something. <laughs> I said, because listen, in those type churches, you can come from another church as a deacon. They accept you in as a deacon, and you're just a deacon forever. Okay, that's how they do it. They don't vote on them deacons, but they vote on that preacher every year. I got up, and I said, I said well, I believe the Lord's gave me liberty to say something. I said, some of you deacons in here, I said, if y'all are so persistent on voting on the preacher every year, we need to start voting on you. Son, their mouth about hit the floor. Amen. But you know what? The next conference, they changed that and kept their pastor indefinitely. Amen. amen. I say amen. Amen. It don't take no genius to see when I come here. Amen. If you're visiting, there's a good bond between the church and the preacher. And that's a good thing. Amen. That is a, something precious. Amen. It is in a lot of ways a marriage. Amen. It is a give and take relationship. It is, amen, amen. And can I say, if you trusted him enough to call him as your pastor, you trust him enough that when he gets up and says, I believe God wants us to do this, you follow the man of God. Amen. Yes, sir. Here's this church, and this woman, she's a great woman, she's a good woman. But she says, there's a man of God. So she goes to her husband, the, the, the Lord. Notice what she says in verse number 10. I pray thee, let us make a little chamber. I pray thee. So what's she, She's praying. I see her perception. I see her prayer. Amen. Hey, can I tell you, her perception is this is a holy man of God. Listen, you don't want just any old John, amen, being the pastor. You want God's man being the pastor. That's what she wanted. She said, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. So she starts praying and she says, I tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to keep him that's what she, she said every time he comes through here she says let's, let's, let's make a little place for him I, that, that is a man of God I want that man of God around here amen. don't you Currytown Baptist Church don't amen. you want God's man here amen. I believe you got God's man here amen amen, amen. you love on him you support him amen. you follow him amen you be good amen. to the man of God that's right. amen I, I mean and, and man I saw all those gifts down there you see they told me where I was sitting down there at the table. And they had that little plant. They made us one. Thank you, by the way. It says earwood on it and everything, that little cutting board. But before I saw that, I saw the other one and it said money. <laughs> and they said, You sitting here? I said, Praise God. <laughs> this was all the money coming. Right. And then I learned his last name's money. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to eat with him. Amen. <laughs> Listen, you won't make, be good, and you are, and I'm not insinuating that you're not. Hey, and ain't it a blessing church yes, that you can sit in a good church yes, with a good preacher, yes. God's man, yes. amen, and worship together. Amen. 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 Yes, amen. So she goes to her husband. She says, hey, she says, I, there, there's, there's this man of God. So what does she do? Her provisions. She, she's a given woman. Yes. So she says, I want to make a chamber. I want to make him a little room. She, you know what? you know what, She gets the man of God and her, 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 her nature is I want to take care of him. That's right. I mean, listen, that's just right there in the Bible. It's a good spiritual picture. Yes. Amen. And that ought to be your desire. Yes, sir. Amen. Listen, can I tell y'all something? You won't ever go wrong trying to be good to the man of God. You won't ever go wrong. Amen. And somebody says, well, what about these other fellas, amen, that fake it, you know, and people give them money and they're good to them, this, that, and that. You let them deal between them and God. That's right. Amen. That's right. amen. That's right. amen. But if you got a good man of God, it ought to be our nature, amen, to say, you know what? I want to take care of him. Glory so what does she do? She goes to her husband and says, hey, let's make him a little place right here. As often as he comes by here, I want him right here. Right. She says, "As a matter of fact, I want to make him a little chamber on the wall." She says, Let, "She says, you know what? I want to make sure he's got a bed." She said, "That man of God's been walking and he's been traveling back and forth. I want to make sure he's got a good place to rest." Right. Right. That ought to be your desire, and I'm not insinuating that it ain't, Amen. But you make sure, Amen, that your preacher gets time. Hey, listen, it is time. I know, preacher. I believe the Lord's allowing me to do what I do now because I've been a pastor, I've been an evangelist, and I've been a missionary, amen, and so I know what those roles are, amen, and it is tiresome. So you make sure the man of God gets rest. As a matter of fact, here's what she says. She says, I want to give him a table. She says, now she's already feeding him gravy and biscuits. Gravy and biscuits, you like gravy and biscuits, brother? Amen that's right she's already finished she says I want to give him a table that that man of God can sit down and I'm going to give him something to eat amen I want to make sure he has plenty to eat I want to make sure that he has plenty of rest and then she says then I want to give him a stool and a candlestick I want him to be able to come in and sit down and I want him to be able to meditate on the things of God because he is God's man man. did you know in Acts chapter number 6 they had a multiplying problem amen I mean the church was growing by leaps and bounds and some of those Grecians said hey said you know our our widows are being neglected this that and other and they brought it to the apostles and they said choose you out seven men we will give ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word did you know amen think about it preacher most people are more concerned about what people see us do these men were more concerned about what we don't see them do Amen. And she said, I want to give him a place, a chamber where he can go in there and he can sit down and he can get at that table and he can pray and he can talk to God. He can get God's wisdom. He can get God's vision and he'll be able to do God's work. I mean she listen why why she won't do all that? Because she understands I'll be the one blessed by taking care of that man of God. Think about that, church. I'll be the one that receives the blessing. Hey, this is God's man. That is God's man. I wanna help take care of him, and the Lord will pay me back. Hey, and he did amen he did so she said I'm going to give him a candlestick and it shall be when he cometh us that he uh, turn in thither and you know what now get this oh man get, there, there's a lot in here so we look at Elisha hey by the way he by the way preacher he let her take care of him he let her he, he didn't oh no now ain't no sense building that chamber over there no he let him he let her and her husband provide for his needs. Amen. 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 And I say that, Amen. I think I know your preacher well enough that he ain't up here like that's right, God, God. No, he ain't one of those. I know him well enough. But at the same time, if we ain't careful as God's preachers, I, 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 I'm, I'm sometimes as a missionary preacher, as an evangelist, you know, there's a lot of people want to bless us and they have blessed us so much. Right. And sometimes our tendency is like, oh, but you know what? I'm, I'm trying to rob somebody of a blessing if they want to be good to me. Amen. Amen. So the Amen. preacher, he let her take care of him. Right. Yep. Amen. And so he comes and he lays down. In verse number 11, and it fell on a day that he came thither and he turned into the chamber and he laid there and he calls for Gehazi. Now Gehazi, I don't know really what name, he might be a picture of a, maybe an upcoming preacher. He might have been the next in line if his heart hadn't got greedy with Naaman and he walked out a leper. Do you remember that? That's later on in the scripture. But right now, he is the servant. But Elisha goes in and he lays down. Now Who's he thinking about? Who's he thinking about that woman? I think I could say with confidence most a lot of the day of your preacher, I mean out and about doing whatever he's doing, but you know who's on his mind? You are. I know that for a fact. Good or bad. I'd rather it be good. Oh man, but I also know how it is when you... When you walk through the, I don't, this is how I did it, preacher, I would walk through the same, when I started that church in South Dakota and I became the pastor, that's when the fun was over and I was ready to go on starting start another church, amen, but I was the pastor there for a while and I'd walk through the church and I would know my people by where they sit. Yeah, sure. you, you probably, I know a lot of pastors do that and sometimes when you get to that pew and you're like, oh, Lord. I tell you, listen. Don't I? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be transparent for you some right now. My, my preacher I used to have was Brother Terry Brock. You know Brother Terry Brown? He pastored a lot of cows. As before, I went to, I mean, listen, when I went in there, I was rough as a cob. I didn't know anything about training my children. I mean, that man of God preached to me and yeah. taught me a lot of things. I said something one day, now, not nothing dirty, no cuss word or anything. I had made a remark one day, though, that caused some trouble, and one evening from work, he called me, and he said, I need to meet with you, and I met him there in a parking lot, and he brought it to me. That's right. And I'm gonna tell you what I did. Hey, I won't tell you what I didn't do. I didn't stick my lip out and so say, right. bless God. Yeah, come on. Yeah, right, exactly. With nobody tripping over my bottom yes, lip. You know what I did? Yes, I cried. Yes, sir. You know why I cried? Yes, sir. Because I thought my preacher could be at home yes, with his man. wife yes, and here man. he is having to reprove yes, me over yes, something man. stupid that I said. Amen. Yes, Praise man. God. Yes. He, did, he didn't have to do it yes. no more after that. Yes, hey, you reprove a wise man and he'll be wiser. Yes, sir. Amen, rebuke a wise man and he'll love you for it preacher but if you rebuke a scorner and they hate you that you just revealed what you are. If that man of God can reprove you and it make you mad it reveals something about you. That's just good proverb wisdom right there. Amen. He's laying there and he's, he's thinking about her. That's the way it ought to be. She's thinking about him. He's thinking about her. Man, that's a good picture right yeah, there. Man. Even if I am the one getting to preach it. Hey, Amen. That's just right there in the Bible. Amen. That's right. He says, man, I, now, listen to this. Lord listen to God. this. So he calls her. He says, call this, call this Shunammite. Yeah. When he called her, she's, well, I think it's just said, it's something to be said right there. She ain't never even named in here. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. But Elisha, the man of God, he knew her. Hey, man, this is a local church right here with a good man of God. Look look at what he says. He said said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. I looked that word careful and care up. And you would just think, well, I mean, she just cared for him. But it literally means a fearing or a quaking. Here's what it means. She reverenced and respected that man. When she perceived and said, that's God's man. I just, I got to say this. Maybe this will help you. And if you, if, you, if you don't do it, I say praise God. But if you do, take it the right way. But to, I'm just going to be honest with you. That ain't Mike. Amen. Amen. Can I, I listen, I, I, man, I'm, listen, I was at a house the other day in a preacher's house with an evangelist there. And this teenage girl called this guy, the evangelist, the preacher that I know. Just called him by his first name. And then referred to his pastor by his first name. And I just, I'm the guest there. But I said, hold on a second. I did. I said, hold on a second. I said, that ain't just, and called his name. I said, that guy is younger. He is 10 years younger than me. Oh, man, I ain't that old either, okay? I said, he's younger than me, and I don't call him by his first name. That's good. Right. Oh, no, I say brother, or I always say brother McDaniel. Yes. Oh, yeah, or preacher McDaniel, or yes. pastor McDaniel. Right. Can I help you right there? Hey, man, hey, man, listen, I, that, that ain't just, hey, Mike, how's it going, man? My my, uh, my past preacher, brother Terry, brought, that I was you about, man, I'd be at church, and people just come up and say, hey, Terry, how you doing? I would cringe. And I I don't believe we ought to set men up higher than what they are. But men of God are to be reverenced. And this woman says, I am careful when I'm around this man of God. He is God's man and I want to take care of him. And she reverenced him and she respected him. Amen. You respect your preacher, don't you? Amen. You say, man, I've just been calling him Mike. Well, all you got to do is just change it. I guess pastors, you know, some pastors be like, "Oh, y'all, y'all can just call me Mike if you want to." I want, but I'm getting to preach right now. <laughs> right. Amen. Yeah. I just, I, I'm telling you, we've lost that. Yeah. Amen. We've lost a, an, a, a level of respect. You're right, you're Amen. Right. That's right. Is it because that the older ones have not demanded it? Because right. we scared we might hurt somebody's feet. Don't get me Amen. a preaching right there. Amen. This woman, she wouldn't do it. Right. Amen. This was preacher Elisha. Matter of fact, she just refers to him as the man of God. Amen. Amen. She said, this man of God keeps coming by here. I want to help the man of God out. And when she got around him, she, I mean, I imagine, preacher, when she was serving him that gravy and biscuit, you know, and, and he's there, and, and I mean, she just come on in there and, and, and set that down and said, could I get you anything else? Right. 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 Amen. Yeah. Hey, right. I believe it's right, preacher. Yeah. Right. Amen. There's right. reference right here. Good. Well, somebody says it's all one-sided. I mean, man, we just, we, I mean, you know, and thank God for the man of God. Amen. He's thinking about her. Yes, yes. He says, what do you want? Yes. Anything I can help you with? Don't your preacher tell you that? Yes, sir. Yeah. When he knows you're sick or some of your family's sick, That's good. does he call you? That's good. Does he come to the hospital? And, you know, now that we go to the hospital again, yes. You know, or show up or call you or, or ask you at church and say, hey, how, how's, your, how's your grandma doing? How, how's your child doing? Yeah, yeah I, I remember preacher. I remember, you know, growing up in them old timey churches, I remember we walk up in the church parking lot. My papa was the preacher for a while. And I remember him just walking over to people and shaking hands with them saying, are your children, have, has, your, has your son got saved yet? Yeah. I'll tell you what was on their mind, them. Right. You know what was on my papa's heart? The church. And you are on his mind, and he says, "See, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. He can't be a dictator. He can't be up here like y'all gonna respect me. Oh man! I mean, the minute I hear that, I think, man, i you know what? This ain't the place for me. Amen. Amen. And then if I am the man of God, well, you ain't you know if you really are, you ain't got to go around announcing it." I don't think Elisha walked around and said, I am the man of God. I mean, really. Brother, Brother McDaniel, you got up while going, you said, we're going to hear from the man of God here in just a little bit. And I turned to my wife. I said, we got a man of God here today? I, I'm just thrilled y'all came back. I, I said, we walked in and I said, there was something wrong. She said, why? I said, these people know I'm preaching again? Did he tell them? And y'all come back for more? This man of God, he's thinking about her. And he says, you've been so careful for me. What can I do for you? Talk to you before the king, before the captain of hosts. I mean, maybe, you know, man, I'm, you know, maybe I could. And she, she's got a very humble answer. Good. She's genuine. Yes, sir, right? Boy, I could say a lot right there. Just be genuine. Yes, sir. And she says, I dwell among my own people. Yeah, I, don't, I don't need that. And he asked Gehazi I said well what is it you know she, he says she don't have a child yeah. right. now back in that day especially you know what women wanted they wanted children Amen. are you getting that yeah. you know what a church ought to want That's good. children Amen. we That's good. Oh. man if there's anything we ought to be wanting cries of a newborn baby Good. Good. I, I, now listen my late wife and I had nine so I know what I'm talking about God bless so Jania and I we have ten <laughs> when she married me I made her grandma because my oldest daughter's got four but listen I've raised a bunch of youngins yeah, man. Hey, man, I, listen I just I told my wife the other day I said there, if, when I pass away I want people to know something about me that I love the Lord I loved you and I love my family amen I just, I like, but you know what a church ought to want? For somebody to get saved. Right, right. Listen, do you know when a woman is expecting? I remember them old timers preaching those types and shadows of a woman who is expecting. And man, when she gets ready to, and I know from experience, the closer that time gets, and all you ladies are like, yeah, don't remind me. I mean, your nose has done swelled out to here. Your cheeks are gone. You got cankles. Yeah. Say amen right uh-huh. there. I know. I've been through that. <laughs> but as, uh, as that time gets closer, those contractions start happening. Uh, sure. And they hurt. Sure. They tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a kidney stone once and they said, that's the closest you'll come. And I said, dear Lord, thank you I'm a man. Amen. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Right? Ladies, amen. I salute you. But it gets harder. It gets more frequent. A church ought to have birthing pains. A church ought to have a burden. A church ought to be coming to this man yes, of God every right. now and then and saying, hey, Preacher, Amen. I ain't seen nobody get saved Amen. in a while. When's the last time we seen someone get in the altar and get gloriously yes. birthed into the family of God? I ain't heard no crying of any newborn babes. I mean, we, I want to see Amen. some birth around here, I want to see some new Christians here. Amen. We ought to want that. That woman, listen, and you know, I know we live in a day and time where women are like, I don't want no kids and this, that, and other. I, I, I just believe that that is not a natural affection that you have. Say amen right there. I believe God puts it in a woman to want to have a baby. Amen. He sure did this woman. Listen, listen, you know, and so I, I thought about, well, if I got a really problem here when I was studying out this text, if I got a real problem, because Jehaziah says well, she ain't got no child, but her husband is old, yes. I thought, no way, man, now he's a picture of Jesus,
0: right.
1: How's that work? Yeah. Here's what I thought about just what I preached this morning, that good listen,. Mm, Thank God, I believe you got a preacher here, hey, amen. We ain't putting in fog machines next week. We're not painting the ceilings black. We're not having the praise and worship band show. Are you with me? Amen. Why are we just going to stick with the old? Hey, he, listen, he says he's old, amen. But listen, that preacher may preach the old gospel story, but that is still what gets the job done. It's the old gospel, Amen. Hey, so what does he do? What does he do? He tells her by faith. Yeah. I mean, she didn't even believe him. That's right. Sometimes your preacher may get up and say, I believe the Lord wants to do this. And some of y'all be like, Preacher, you sure you just didn't eat like a spicy enchilada last night or something? You sure about this? I mean, I saw, He tells her, he says, he calls her. He says, come here. She stands at the door. She's very humble. This is a humble lady. Church, yes, we're to be humble. Yes, sir. She's a humble lady. Amen. She stands at the door and he says about this time, time of life, you're going to embrace a son. That's good. Hey, now listen. Listen, he's just the man of God. Right. Listen, listen, he's the shepherd. Right. Shepherd don't produce sheep. That's right. Right. Sheep produce sheep. Amen. That's good. He shepherds them. He leads them. He leads you. And he leads you into, this is where we're going, church. Amen. We, we need to multiply ourselves. We need to reproduce. He can't do it. Gehazi is, I mean, or Elisha is just the man of God. She's got a husband. And he says, you're going to have a child. And she says, nay, thou man of God. I mean, she's sitting there like, What? Maybe she felt like Sarah. You know, Sarah was old, right. but the Bible remembers her in Hebrews chapter number 11. Sarah, who by faith, yes. she, believed, she counted him faithful yes. and received the strength to conceive Amen. seed. Amen. By faith, the man of God said, you're gonna have a youngin." By faith, your preacher get up and say, by faith, the Lord wants us to do this.
0: Amen. You just follow him. Yes, sir. Amen, right. you follow him.
1: Guess what? She had a youngin. It wasn't long. (laughs) Amen. Church, can I ask you? Are you hungry? To see some folks get saved. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Do you want to see somebody get saved? Sometimes we can go so long without it. We forget the joy. Do you know sometimes that when people do get saved and they're a newborn babe, they'll put us to shame because they get saved and they're like, glory to God, I'm in a whole new world and they want to run out and tell everybody while us who's been saved for 25, 30 years, we're like, man, what got into them? Well, supposedly the same thing that got into you when you got saved. The only problem is is we got over it. Say amen about that. Hey, don't get over it, Amen. Get fired up again. Go out and win somebody to Jesus. Yes, Amen. Sir. There ought to be some birthing pains there. Well, don't the Bible say something about until Zion travails, there will be no children born. That's right. It's got to be that birthing pain. Yes. Is everybody all right? Yes, sir. Everybody awake? Yes. Y'all want to do some jumping jacks? Yes, Praise God, I got one more. The Lord gave, I'm going I'm to close. The Lord gave her a son, didn't You know what? My point today is, I, I said, man, I, I thank the Lord for this church. I'm not only, not just because y'all are a supporting church of the Earwood family, but I come here, listen, I just thank the Lord for the Lord's presence. Yeah. I told you this morning, man, it's like the woman playing the offering, while ago yeah. earlier today. I was like, dear God's got God on it. Choir gets up, it's got God on it. Amen. I mean, the the special, thing, man, got God, can I tell you don't take that for granted. Oh, man, listen, you ask my dear wife, we go all over this nation, so many churches and you just go in, take up the offering, sing a song, play the piano, preach the sermon. Anybody want to get saved? No? Okay, let's go home. And come back and go through that mess again. Yes. Right. Yes. I, I, you know why? I can't live like that. Yes, sir. Right. I can't live. Are you living? If you're living that. I want I to tell you something. If you're living that way. This is not the place to be doing it. On, and I'm not trying to run anybody off preacher. I'm just trying to say jump in the flow. Yes. And jump on board. Yeah. And let's go. And let's get somebody to Jesus. Amen. Yes. Get behind you preacher. Love on him. And be good to the man of yes. God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I love you. I thank you, Lord, for good liberty, Lord, again, to be here, Lord, and to be able to to attempt, Lord, to preach. I pray, God, you take your word. May it help your people today, Lord. Lord, I thank you for this preacher, Brother McDaniel, and his, his family. And, Lord, I love this church. I pray, God, that you would bless it. I pray, Lord, that they endeavor to walk by faith. Lord, that they would follow the man of God, that you would help him, give him, Lord, the vision to carry on, to keep going. And Lord, we'll thank you for all that you do. We'll give you glory for it. And I do love you today. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Pastor.
0: Let's stand together. Miss Susan's gonna play. Good message. Maybe God burned your heart about soul winning. Maybe God burned your heart about what you can do. Oh, I love, I love the church. God's bride Bride of Christ I learned a long time ago You're you're not my people It's not my church not my pulpit It's not my choir God just let me under shepherd for a while I appreciate the church Love you. Thank you for this church. Thank you for the man of God. What a message. Stir our hearts, then our hearts together. We may serve you till Jesus comes. In his name we pray. Amen.